Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 130 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Uh, it's uh, doing all right. Um, kind of hot yeah. here, honestly. Um, oh, really? Okay, yeah, for a change. For, yeah, yeah. For for once, we're not. I'm not complaining about the snow. It's actually like 30 degrees out here, and they've issued a heat warning. So I, I'm just figuring out how to deal with that while uh, while we podcast here. <laughs> we should we should mention to people that are newer to the show that uh, Trevor is saying 30 degrees Celsius because he lives yes. in Canada. So 30 degrees might not sound hot in Fahrenheit, but which it's not, but um, <laughs> but it's it's hot in Celsius. <laughs> I, I guess I guess 30 would be what somewhere like 90s. Some you make me look this up now. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, 86. Yeah. So okay. I, I, it was I guess like 90 not, here today, I think. Yeah, I, I guess not like crazy hot, but uh, for us that are not used to that kind of weather all the time, yeah, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, no, I can understand yeah. that. So, yeah. By the way, I, I will, for everybody out there that listens to uh, Geekin' on WDW or, uh, you know, ha- hasn't listened but listened to our show where we had Kurt on, uh, I-, I will be on their next episode that's coming out. By the time you're hearing this, it's already out. It's episode 402. So if you want to go listen to that and hear more of me, then please feel free to go do so. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Um, but yeah, so so we got I got that coming up. So I think that comes out. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. So. Cool. Well, All right. I'll, I'm looking forward to checking that out just to hear, you know, what you say about us on another podcast. I don't think I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I said anything about you two specifically, but I mean, definitely talked about the podcast, of course, right? So, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, let's get let's get right into it, right? right. And, and we just got an email literally right before we recorded this, like 20 minutes ago, and I I, I just happened to see it, and I was happy to include this. So. Amy wrote in via email. She's a new listener, so thank you, Amy, for listening to us. Disneyland is my home park. I don't own DVC. Maybe someday if I can afford it. So I'm not quite sure how I stumbled to your podcast. Stumbled onto your podcast, but I'm so thankful I did. Hey, we're thankful too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how you did either, but that's cool. Um, I really appreciate the time you take to put on the show because the different perspectives you bring are all really interesting. Anyways, I've been listening for a few months now, and I finally have a listener question. We're planning a Disney World trip in December. It will be myself, my husband, and our son. He will be 14 months during the trip. His first Disney World trip, but he's already been to Disneyland. Uh, as well as my si- my husband's sister, her husband, and their daughter, fourteen daughter and son, fourteen and thirteen. Unfortunately, I still have quite a bit of baby weight to lose. I do too, Amy. So you know, and my, my daughter's <laughs> three, so I you know put on some pounds then. Uh, unfortunately, I still have a bit of baby weight to lose, and the rest of the group have packed on some pounds during our time in quarantine. We're hoping to do a family step challenge to get into good walking shape for Disney World, and hoping you could help with an idea for a prize. We were thinking a competition would be our family versus their family, and the winners would have to pick an embarrassing outfit for the losers to wear to dinner, but the teenager refused to consider this. We were thinking about working together to hit a goal like a million steps before our trip, and if we make it, we earn a special experience to do as a family. The trouble we're running into is figuring out something that everyone, including our baby, would enjoy. Sorry this is so long-winded, but thank you so much for taking the time to read it. So. I, I like this question. I, I, I put this in here because I was like, Damon's going to like a good competition kind of question. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and, and I mean, not that you wouldn't too, Trevor, but I know, you know, Damon likes that kind of stuff too. So I, I like the idea though, of having like a group goal instead of doing like the, our family versus their family and doing like some like cool tour or something like that. I don't know. So, uh, so Damon, do you have any thoughts on this before we get into it? Cause I know you've, you've traveled with family, other families and stuff like that. So what's your take? No, I, I mean, No. <laughs> I don't really have any thoughts. Okay. Right. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I looked at the whole show. I don't think I have any thoughts about anything this whole show. Oh hey, wow. Okay. That... Wow. That's that's uh. No, well, that's a perfect statement. Get get ex- everybody excited for the episode, Damon. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bold statement. Yeah. Yeah, that is a bold statement. Okay. Well, I I like I like the idea though of the embarrassing outfit thing too. I think that's funny. But if they're not going to do that, then that's that's not cool. But I mean, it would would be neat to do a group thing and say if you all make it, you do like a special tour or something. Yeah. So I, I guess I was looking at it as whoever does better than the other one maybe gets to pick a dinner or something like that. That would be my thinking. Is you know to keep it competitive. Um, you know, you know, I, I assume both families would agree on a dinner. But then it's like you know if if family a wins then they get to go pick dinner here and family b gets to go where they want to go right so oh, I, I think they should pick dinner and then the the losing family has to pay for dinner <laughs> I, I i don't know about the loser having to pay for dinner because when, when you get money involved i feel that things get a little ugly yeah, like i i, I sure. personally would keep money out of it because that you know if somebody loses and they feel salty about it they'll uh yeah it, it, it can make for bad blood i i would keep it as you know you know winner gets to pick kind of thing or like you know everyone pays for themselves but you know someone gets to pick the the location or something like that yeah yeah that's an interesting idea I, I I hope by the time that wh- when did she say she's going December? Okay, December, well maybe yeah. maybe some tours and some special stuff like maybe do a dessert party like as a reverse thing like you know you guys are gonna lose lose weight and do all this walking and then reward yourself with a dessert party if they're back by then that would be kind of fun. Yeah, I I mean if if I put in that kind of work I would definitely go for a dessert party. <laughs> but I'm yeah I'm always yeah. for a dessert party though so yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean it, it's hard too right because like you said there it's we're so far out here that it's really hard to plan for special events like tours and stuff yeah. like that and that's why i'm saying it's gonna know, be back you know by yeah. december yeah yeah that, that's why my thought was you know keep it simple as you know hey winner winner gets to pick dinner for a particular day or like the last yeah. day of the trip or something like that yeah that's a good idea i like it. yeah all right, so the always reliable Francisco. You want to read that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, Francisco says, if Disney were to come out with a new and better version of the dining plan, what would you like to see done to make it better overall and a better value? Um, the very first thing I would say is don't make me book it for the entire trip because that's been the one... Flexible, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's been the one thing that has stopped me from using the dining plan at all is just the fact that you can't you either ha- you're either all in or not like if, if i could do it for you know maybe the first half of my trip i would definitely be a lot more interested in it but um as it stands right now it's not like like every time i've tried to do the math and i've tried to rationalize it and that's the biggest deal breaker about it so other than yeah. that i mean i i don't know again i haven't done it myself so i don't know what else you would really change about it 
Yeah, I mean, I think I would like something that's more flexible and and be, you know, I, I have done the dining plan in the past, right? So I, I've done it before we were DVC when we used to book packages. We we've done we did the dining plan a couple times, and we actually decided. I, I think I've talked about this in the podcast, right? Where we looked at it and we decided that we actually spend less money. Uh, paying cash for everything than we would for the the meal plan because uh, for for us we're just you know my wife's not eating a dessert with every meal she just doesn't usually do that so we typically don't get there so we end up kind of wasting it I, I think to your point I think some more flexibility would be better and I think uh, you know something that maybe you have because what happened was you have some people that like to go and they like to do all of the signature dining experiences right and when you have that, you know, you have the, the people that would do like the, the, I forget what it's even called now. Cause it's been so long since the dining plan has been gone, but like that top tier one had like way too many meals, right? Like it had a ton of meals. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was something like, like two sit downs a day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was too many. Right. And I knew some people that did that and, that was, and that's great. That works for some people, but I, I just, I think more flexibility would be better. Right. And also yeah. just make it feel like it's a better value. Cause I, I, you know, you, you hear a lot of people will, you know, tell you, oh, it's like, you know, it's a great, value. you know, get the free meal plan uh, when they do used to do the free meal plan promotion. Oh, it's great, great, uh, you know, value and all that stuff. And it's like, mm, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, you know, because usually you can either get a free meal plan or a room discount. And usually the room discount is, you know, can be better. So, it you know, really just kind of depends and depends on your family eats, you know, like if you've got teenagers you know like like damon does like you know they'll probably eat a ton of food i'm sure it's probably probably helpful but i don't know i just think it's too expensive for what it is yeah uh, so so yeah, i think i think we we both agree on that that you know that's yeah you know the flexibility and just the overall price needs to change if they're to bring it back yeah. as a better version which i'm not expecting anything at this no, point. <laughs> listen, there's zero percent chance that it gets cheaper. <laughs> like, yeah, no exactly. chance that it gets cheaper. Yeah. So, um, do you want to ask Francisco's second question? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Disney should expand the studio kitchen? I'd like to see them add a cooktop with a few pans, dinnerware, permanent utensils. We don't have a lot of in-studio meals, but it would be nice to have these benefits if we decide to make breakfast or other cooked-up meals in the studio. Hmm. <sighs> That's that's tough because it's a studio, right? And so you're yeah. already f- you're fighting for space there, right? So if you you add more stuff in there, it's going to be even less space and it's going to be even tighter. And and you know, do you really want that? Are the majority of guests going to use that? I don't know. I mean, the uh, um, in the the Polynesian studios in particular, the the bathrooms in those studios are huge. Well, yeah, so, it's like extra space, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I feel if they did add a kitchen, like, or, you know, expanded the kitchenette so that, um, you had an actual stove and stuff in there. Um, I I honestly don't know how much I would use it personally because, um, you know, you know, to Francisco's point, you know, if, if, I guess if you had it, the rationale is you would do more, more meals in the room. But really, I'm only ever doing breakfast in my room anyway. So um, I don't know how much use I would get out of it, honestly. And then I also just, yeah, I also just think they want to like incentivize you to book at least a one bedroom for that, right? Like, yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I I was going to say, and and then there's also the factor of so now, okay, let's add in ovens and and all that stuff into the studios. Um, There's more maintenance cost that comes with that, too. So then that's, that's true, yeah. That that's yeah. 
that's hiking up the dues if suddenly every studio is, you know, having a bunch more stuff added to it, right? More appliances, yeah. Yeah. And maintenance needs. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like the point of the studio is not to make full meals in it, but I get it too, because as someone that stays in studios mostly, you know, like it would be nice to have a little bit more there. But then again, when I've stayed in, you know, the two bedroom, we didn't really use the kitchen for anything besides the fridge. I mean, you know, we used the full size fridge, but that was really it. So, right. And actually, now, so now that I'm thinking about it, that uh, a couple of times, um, so not at Disney, but when I've gone out to, uh, to Canmore, which is a small, a small mountain resort town near me. Um, we've always stayed in rooms that actually have a full size kitchen in them. Like, like they have these, they have these, um, they have these suites. And even with the, the full size kitchen, we've only ever, same thing. We've, we've made breakfast in these rooms. So like, you know, we brought stuff to make breakfast. We do that. But then the rest of the day, we're wanting to go out to restaurants. We're wanting to go elsewhere. So, so again, just for me personally, I don't see the benefit of having all these extra things in the room. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be good for like breakfast, I guess. But breakfast, we're usually like grab and go. Like we're not. Yeah, it's again when I'm at yeah when you're at Disney. Like I, sorry, but I don't spend a lot of time on breakfast. I'm like you know yeah. Why why are you guys not out the door and you know at rope drop with me? Yeah, yeah. Pop tarts <laughs> yeah. pop tarts on the bus. That's how you, we usually roll. So you get an apple and a muffin because they fit in your hand and you can walk and eat them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how we like to do things too because we got to get out of there. Let's go. You know. Exactly. So yeah, I I don't I just don't want to do any cooking. Like it's just not something I'm interested in doing. So. All right. Well, I okay. mean, listen, it's not a terrible idea, though, Francisco. I don't want to shoot it down. It's just, you know, it's it's I, I do also think that Disney slash DVC wants to incentivize people to go up into bigger rooms, because if you do add like a bigger kitchen in the studio, then you kind of take away one of the main selling points of a one bedroom, which is a lot more points for not that much more space, you know, really. Uh, but you're getting the, the full kitchen in there. So that's a big advantage. Yeah, it's a that. So, something to think about there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like I, said, I, I personally don't want it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want it either. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's Dan. Uh, oh, ahead, do you sorry. want me to? Yeah, I'll get this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so Dan says, if Disney were to bring Disney focused content creators like ourselves together for some big convention, and now it's your turn at the center stage, how would you introduce the podcast to a captive audience of Disney fans? Huh? Like, it's a good question. <laughs> Yeah, I I look at it, you know, I really, I look at our show and I I think this has been brought up by a couple guests and I I think this is kind of accurate for for what we're trying to accomplish here. It's it's kind of just like a hang, like we're hanging out and we're talking about Disney and we're, you know, enjoying ourselves. Like it's it's just, we're just hanging out. We're not taking ourselves too seriously. We're not, you know, we're just, just having a good time talking about Disney. That's it. It's, I, I kind of look at it as like a hangout. Normal people enjoying Disney. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly i think damon answered this in the group but or, or at least said it was an interesting question yeah i, I answered it in the group what, what what was your answer um something along the lines of keeping it real keeping it real all right yeah that works yeah yeah that's pretty much what we're saying yeah i yeah, don't know no. I'm i'm feeling extra damon-y today 
I, I really just like I have I, there's nothing related for this uh, the noodle exchange and, and that's it for me I, I'm just gonna bow out I think <laughs> like I have really no interest in oh, anything God. else okay. I hate to say it like I mean if you want to that's fine we can you know I, I mean I just I'm just looking and not that Tom did a bad job but just there wasn't anything this week that just besides the yeah, there was just nothing that really did it for me. I mean, having more boobash dates is just <laughs> stupid. Like, might as well just run it all year at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I have, I, I think a lot of what happened this week in general is just, just, just stupid news. Like, again, like, boobash <laughs> is just annoying to me. Like, why do we run these things so long? Like, just because there's demand. They keep selling out. So, but then, yeah. It should just be something different, right? Don't make it Halloween in August. Like, Halloween shouldn't exist in August. I'm sorry yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's just this, this length of time where I like that there's something going on all the time, but I'll be honest with you, make it different stuff. Like, don't just extend out the holidays. Like, you there's enough IPs. He, he, here's my hot take for the week. This was my whole thing that got me like, just like, ugh, about Disney. Star Wars? It should never be at Disney as a park in, in general, I feel like. You're it just should have it should never existed at, at the park. There's <laughs> okay. so many IPs that should be at the parks. And I just feel like having like Star Wars overrun the parks has just been like deflating at this point. And listen, I'm all in on the Star Wars hotel, but there's so many unique Disney IPs. It's just this whole discussion of, you know, should there be a ride than a movie or do we just force fit stuff into Disney from movies that already exist and IPs are exist. I don't think Marvel should be there. Like I just, Disney's not that like, and I just feel like it's been forced in there with there's so much imagination and original IP that could exist in Disney. And I think that just got me like, undisnified for this week. I hate to say it. Like, not that I won't recover from it, but I was just thinking to myself, like, Man, Marvel and Star Wars, like, they're their own universes, and that's great and all, but why Disney? I feel like that's what's overtaken Disney and made, like, you know, Disney not about other things, because it's about that. And there's really no end in sight. That's the other part of it, right? It's not like we see this end in sight to either one of those, which is fine from a movie perspective, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of missing the uniqueness of Disney and I feel like we're a little less unique. And I think it has a lot to do with that web slingers ride that just was just not awe inspiring. And I, and I wish it was something that was just so from a ride standpoint, you know, so over the top and so new and so like, Oh wow. How did they do that? That it might've brought it back, but I don't even think so. I think that it, or listen, you know, Avengers Campus sounds like a great idea, but it already exists at Universal, and Universal has better rides. I don't care what anyone says. The rides there are just, they're better. So I feel like, I don't know. I've kind of been, like I said, undisnified. Not that I'm still not going to buy Riviera. Not that I'm still not going to go, but man, like, give me something that doesn't exist out there. Give me a new IP that doesn't have to have a movie first. Give me something. Like, give me a new figment. You know what I mean? Like, something that's totally Disney, totally fits that mold, and, you know, stems from the park rather than as a fit in from media. I mean, so how's that? How's that for the hot take of the you, hot take you, of the week? Do you not feel that way with like Universal with Harry Potter and, you know, Jurassic Park and King Kong and 
Well, or is it just make more? It's just their kind of thing that they just mishmash a bunch of stuff together there. (laughs) No, no, no. So again, and this is this is my personal take. My personal take is that the rides are better, so it's okay. Right, the the rides were. Uh, listen, when Harry Potter came out, I don't care what anybody wants to say. If you were there the first year it came out, Forbidden Journey, unreal, unlike anything else that existed in the states, at least. Right, like it was unreal. That made it okay, right? Because it was an IP that, again, they you know they brought in, and they're a different park. I just feel for Disney. Like, so I asked my kids this week, hey, so Friday we're gonna watch Luca, and they're like, man. They're like, you know, Disney movies are stupid now. Now, look, they're teenagers. (laughs) I get that. But my daughter's only 11, and she's like, yeah, that just didn't even look good, right? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's this force fit at Disney, the park. Um, But I would have – I guess what I'm getting at is that, you know, Luca's a little bit more of a unique thing. You know, give me a a, a ride like that. But I'd rather even a ride that doesn't have a movie. I just – I feel like this overwhelming too much Star Wars, too much Marvel, and it's kind of – it's kind of put me like, oh, I just had enough, right? I've just had enough. You can't turn on TV without seeing either one of those. And then I don't want to go to a park about it with the, with the Roger mediocre outside rise of the resistance, right? Which I haven't been on yet. So I won't speak on it, but just man, I don't know too much. I want something. I want some unique, imaginative, new Disney stuff at Disney. That doesn't necessarily have to be attached to something that's already exists and has already been forced down our throat in the terms of Star Wars, at least. Like, where's Figment? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where's that stuff that existed there? So, so would you say? Sorry, Trevor, go. Sorry. Uh, um, so, would you say, Damon, that Disney started playing Universal's game and they're losing at it? Uh, what I mean is that, you know, Universal- now, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to think about uh, if, if I feel that way or not. I mean, it, it's a question I wasn't prepared for. So I'm trying to think about that. Maybe I think you can blame Harry I Potter. Maybe. I think you can blame Harry Potter for Star Wars land and Marvel and all that. No, like, no, 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 because the, the, those things were those were well underway long before Harry Potter came to be like like the whole Star Wars I, I, and Marvel I just have mean been having those contained immersive lands is is like, yeah, that's what I right. Well, OK. It, yeah, and I, I think, Trevor, I think maybe there, there's some of that, but I think what's happened is, is that it's not that they, they're losing at it, it's that they have to play different to their audience, right? So if you were to give me Star Wars land that didn't have to cater to a, a super young audience, like, give me, um, <laughs> give me Death Troopers. You know, like that was a, an interesting book, right? Now, listen, yeah. I know they can't do that, but I think what it is, is that there's this, um, Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, should four and five year olds be watching Star Wars? I mean, I mean, Anakin came in and just started just (laughs) waxing people, right? Like, I mean, hey, he just killed all those kids, but it's cool, right? Like, I don't know the answer to that. I just feel like I'm being a little bit force fed Marvel and Star Wars. And maybe it's because, you know, I'm old school Star Wars and I don't really Marvel movies, more Marvel, Marvel comics. I don't know. I just, those things are just so huge. And that's all we talk about. I'm just like, man, isn't there an Imagineer somewhere? Like somewhere doing something that like might be new and interesting? I don't know. I don't even think it's the Imagineers though. I think it's just, that's what Disney wants to do as a company is use their IP to put it in the well, park. Well, I like, guess that's you, what they you, want. you spend a yeah. lot of money for that IP, right? I exactly. Get. But yep. then, like I said, I take a look at something like Luca who, 
I'm kind of interested to watch it. Maybe my kids aren't, right? That's fine. It's kind of interesting to watch it. But why couldn't I get something like, why can't I get Luca and then get a movie about it two years later? You kind of see what I'm saying? Like, why can't I get a ride? Yeah, Yeah, well, that's the risky way to do it, right? That's that's the risky way to do it. But, well, but but here's the thing. Disney did it? Yeah, yeah, here's the thing is that when you look back at original Disneyland, you know, Disney put all, Walt Disney specifically put all these things into the parks, Mm -hmm. not because he had, because he was like, oh, you know, we're going to make a movie about Haunted Mansion. We're going to make a movie about Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. He did them just because, and and again, it wasn't even, it wasn't even him doing it. It was that, um, you know, to the point about, you know, well, it's, it's not the Imagineers. Actually, it is supposed to be the Imagineers that are doing this stuff. And, They're and just that, glorified engineers at this well, point. I feel and, like no, but if if it's if it's it's been said before that the from the top it's they want everything involving an IP, right? So like if the CEO yeah. of the company is telling you everything needs to be related to an IP, then that's what you do, right? Yeah, but there is no haunted mansion or pirates like stuff that existed that spawned yeah, yeah. movies, yeah. which I think is way cooler at this point. Like I think I get another. No, I get what you're an, saying. Yeah, and another part of it too is is I think as we get kind of cheap and dirty CGI. I mean, we're, we're also getting like, hey, I'm going to pull somebody out of this movie and just, you know, what's that called again? Deep... Um, Deep fake? Yeah, right? So we're getting that. Like, you can do anything in movies. So, like, why do I want to go and kind of see something that's... Listen, I, I'm going to harp on Millennium Falcon. But Millennium Falcon ride is... It's nothing. It, it, it's a quest too to me. Like, that's even one that's... It's interesting, right? Because I get to push buttons that, I mean, maybe do something, maybe don't. Let's be honest at the end of the day, right? Like, they're not as responsive as a video game per se because you have to cater to this lower audience, you know, younger audience, let's say, um, you know, that maybe aren't as good at video games, right? A mm-hmm. lower video game skill set. But that ride is nothing, right? The best part about that ride is the, let's say, the queue, kind of, sort of, right? Like, I'm going to go with that, maybe being in the Millennium Falcon itself, but it's not the ride, and I just, man, it's just not enough. Like, I expected more out of store. Like, you had to really wow me. And again, maybe Rise of the Resistance does, but the Millennium Falcon ride did not. Um, that Web Slinger, I mean, I saw the POV, and I, I'm i sure people are going to complain, well, you haven't ridden it. It looks stupid. I don't need to ride that. I've ridden enough rides to know that that's nothing that, um, you know, groundbreaking, let's say. I don't know. I'm just, I'm sour on those two IPs lately. And that's just a lot of what we're we're talking about lately. I don't know. It was my hot take. You know, you ever wake up and you're just like, ah, you know, why? And that was kind of one of those weeks I had. This is this is your grinds my gears segment. This is a this is really definitely grind my grinds gears. my gears. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know that that's fair because you know I I think we've all had our times with Disney where it's like you know God what are they doing right like that's well, totally I, fair <laughs> and I think the boobash thing is like what really threw it over the edge is like dude more weeks of boobash like. Yeah, oh, man, like September, October, and then a scooch into November because you you might have missed it. Right, it's October thirty first. I give you the scooch into November, even though I'm a big proponent of once a holiday's over, it's a wrap personally. But you know, but we're talking August now. Like, why can't I get something different? Why can't I get like um. A fall into fall thing. Like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, just something that's different. I know we have, right, the food, right? And I get that. That's great. But why can't we get more of that different of that? Like, instead of, again, why can't I get something new? 
Well, to be fair, this event this year is but technically brand new. Yeah, but I it's mean, Halloween, it's, right? But, like in August, it's a new event though. But in but, August, but again though, like <laughs> it, it's like like to Damon's point, you know, think about it. You know, Halloween started as you know, hey, month of October, we're doing Halloween. Mm-hmm. September and October are now doing Halloween. August, September, and October now we're doing Halloween. That's that's a that's quarter like of the year, year <laughs> just yeah. dedicated to Halloween. Like, I don't think you can blame Disney for that though. When it's why not? All these dates sell out, and people complain make, that they but, can't get into Tom, the party Tom, and they want to go. You know, so tell I them think no. what it is. It's lazy. <laughs> so tell them no. <laughs> You're telling me that if they didn't have a fall into fall, and they brought out some new characters, Folly McFallers, right? Like, I mean, just, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. You're telling me it doesn't sell out. Because we know it does. No, it probably would, yeah. but but <laughs> these also sell out too, and they don't have to plan like four different events within four months. You know, that's what I'm but saying. That's lazy. But it's lazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Damon <laughs> because we have. I mean, we can just go all year. I'd rather have more festivals if that's what we're gonna do, right? And charge for festivals. Think about it. What I would like, which would be super interesting, is, dude, give me a food and wine event. Like well, I'd be all about that. They, they used to have like events within food and wine that you could go to, like cooking like classes and stuff like that. They, no, they, no, no, no. I'm saying uh, close the park down, like you're going to do for Boobash, right? And have it like be like an exclusive, like oh, that was, exclusive yeah, food, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. And, and and here's the thing is, you know, you know, like you're talking about, you know, Boobash, like that only exists at Magic Kingdom. I hate Boobash. I the, just hate it. <laughs> the, the the rest of the parks aren't doing anything like that. Like why? To your point, why are they not spreading this stuff out? You know, you know, rotate it around the parks where you know Epcot has you know a food and wine event that you know is like an after hours type event, and you know spread it out through the year. And, and again, to your point, Tom, these things will sell out no matter what. You know, people want to go to events, festivals, whatever. Um, just you know, so so I, I I get what you're feeling, Damon, because I honestly this happened to me a few years back at mm-hmm. uh, Disneyland. Because we went there and we wanted to get on Haunted Mansion, but yeah. Haunted Mansion in Disneyland is set up as the Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas overlay from September <laughs> until January. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like th- if you think about that, it's like, like, like I said to my wife, I'm like, God, you know, we have to like, we have to plan to be here in like March just to get on like classic Haunted Mansion. Like, it's it's dumb sometimes how far out they stretch this stuff <laughs> yeah i don't know like i said i'm just feeling nostalgic i guess for yeah. like old disney and um just old disney ips like i said i'm I'm not overwhelmed with the with the new marvel and star wars and that's a personal thing so i get it like if that's your jam you love it but i'm just i'm looking for more imaginative stuff i mean did think about it like we had this announcement of star wars i mean how many star wars shows are there like eight million. I I haven't even watched the Bad Batch yet because I'm kind of done with Star Wars at the moment myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I, I, I will say the Marvel shows have been very good. So, and but, but did you watch them all? Long. Can you watch them all? Uh, there's not that many of I feel like the Marvel ones. They're like doing like a like well, they're releasing them one at a time basically. So but you you're talking watch. about just on Disney Plus. I mean, think about it. It's this, yeah, yeah. There's there's Hulu. You watched you know Modoc or whatever. Like I haven't watched everywhere Modoc, actually. Have you watched Modoc? Modoc's good. No. I, 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 like Modoc. I, I watched like. <laughs> Two episodes because it was funny because I was nothing to, nothing to watch, but it was adult oriented, right? Yes. So we're playing that game, but the parks are only one. I don't know. I don't know. I also, you know what? I think the other thing is too. I'm all about um, Olympic trials for for everything is going on now, and like, and I'm a huge Olympic person, huge, huge, huge. So like, I'm just zoned out. 
That's my hot take, though. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna take myself and check myself out because I am not in. <laughs> I, I am not in the mood for bringing back fire. I knew, like, once I saw fireworks, I'm like, oh boy, this is not my episode, man. I, this I is feel not like my I'm episode. just gonna. I'm waiting for the reviews, <laughs> dude. You know what? At this point, it's, I don't even care. G- give me ten one star reviews. Tell oh, me how oh, I hate the yeah. show. Tell me how uh, you know yeah, it would be so much better. But here's the thing. The numbers are still very, very good for us. So, hey, man, and, it is what it is. <laughs> and, and, and for anyone listening, I don't know if you noticed this, but, you know, Tom and I are fine with everything that Damon's saying. So if you're offended by anything <laughs> that he's saying, don't That's be. Okay. I'm, be. I mean, like, I'm deeply offended. I I'm, I think I want to fire Damon from the show. And, you know, not that I have that power, but, you know. Right. I, I mean, they, they were going to talk about the noodles, though, because the, the noodles seemed interesting. But You want to talk about noodles? We, I mean, we can uh, skip way ahead. We're not even done with questions yet. <laughs> yeah, skip ahead. I don't know. The noodle exchange, that, like, seems super interesting to me. But, th- you know, the thing is I didn't like about this time for the um, Global Marketplace food boost that opened in October I just didn't love the fact that we didn't know what's there. Like the noodle exchange sounds yeah. awesome, but like, yo, can I find out what's in the noodle exchange? And then the other one, like, this is even the worst of a teaser. Discover mac and cheese combos your mom never imagined. Like, consider me super interested. Yes. That's but a good like, tease. yeah, good that's tease. a really good tease because it's mac and cheese. But I, I mean, if it's, if it's lobster, trout, and, you know, shrimp, or, you know, with a side but, of yeah. curry, like, I'm out. <laughs> if you're just throwing some meat in there, I'm assuming yeah. they're going to do different sauces and things like no, that. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if they're yeah, all yeah. things that I don't eat, right, you got a mushroom one, you got a steak one, you got a curry one, yeah, no, you got a seafood one, scallops, uh, I'm out. <laughs> uh, it, it's like, you know, when you're a kid and you make mac and cheese and, and you do try those experiments and it doesn't work. Yeah. But, like, it's it's the same kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you know, your, your parents never imagined things because... Maybe it wasn't worth actually doing in the first place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but the new hard stage has me it has me super interested. I, I'm down for that. I'm down for I, that. Yeah, it's you know I, I'm just thinking about you checking yourself out. It's probably yeah, it's like, a good thing, right? It's probably yeah. better that you just check. So you're not it, like it's negative like, it's like a basketball right? game, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I kind of hurt my ankle a little bit, so I know I'm not up to full speed. So you know, you just wave the coach over, like I'm checking myself out. I'm I'm out. Like <laughs> I guess I'm pulling like a LeBron. I mean, yeah. It's, oh man, now you're gonna get LeBron fans mad. You just I'm trying not, to get I'm definitely not here. a LeBron fan. LeBron is a great basketball player, but I'm not a huge fan. So, yeah, I'm checking myself out, everybody. Be mad. If you're mad, just leave, yep. you know, 10 one-star comments for iTunes to so no, make Tom mad because that's please. funny for me. <laughs> no, I don't no, care at please. all, so it's actually funny. You're hurting no. Tom more than me. It hurts I, me every time I read one of those. It hurts me deep inside. <laughs> see, so so for everybody that does that, you're not hurting me. You're only hurting Tom. So all it's I, like so, you're not so even doing anything. Yeah. All I want is yeah. for people to enjoy our show. And I, I think know. I I think we went down to four or five, and I think that like <sighs> deeply hurt Tom. Like I think kill, yeah, like in his kill. inside that really hurt him. It kills me, especially when, you know, there's other shows out there that are like four point eight and four point nine. Oh, and and like, now we're officially under Joe Rogan's show. Oh, is that, oh, that's sad. <laughs> what, we don't do similar numbers to Joe Rogan, but still. no, no, I would take his numbers at a four six. But I'm saying yeah. is, I think he's a four six or a four five. So I mean, God. and he catches a lot of hate. Can we just can we delete all the reviews and start over again? Like, <laughs> just can we do? That? I mean, I guess that's possible. We could make a two point show and just a two point show. This is this is what happens when we record on a Sunday night instead of doing it midday, like we usually do. Yeah. We get off exactly. the rails. Exactly, too much time to think during the day. This is yeah. This is this is bad news. Okay. I'm gonna go watch Olympic trials though, so you guys can have fun. So you got <laughs> upbeat right. Tom and upbeat Trevor now. So yeah. you're good. Well, you have a Tom and Trevor show. We'll 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 yep. do that. It's all good. <laughs> you haven't had one in a while, so <laughs> thanks, Dan. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dan. 
Uh, I don't even know where we were. Um, um, we, so we we just finished uh, Dan's question. Oh, we're on Alexis. Okay. How, I, I liked how we started Dan's question with, you know, how would we introduce ourselves to a captain audience? Well, here's me yeah. and Tom and then Damon. That's Damon's introduction <laughs> yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. If you wanted to know, yeah. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Damon just gave you his introduction to the podcast. So welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, so we are, we are a podcast that goes off the rails. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I, yeah that's what. Right, it, okay, so it cracked me up when he asked. I, I'm going to put this out there, right? So it made me laugh really hard when they put in the group when Damon put in the question in the group. What is something you think you have in common with us, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the responses were really funny. Like I, I was surprised how many people remembered my thing, my rant about glitter. There was a lot of comments about glitter, about hating glitter in there, and I was like, okay, cool. But yep. then also, I, several people mentioned that they were like me and they like structure and organization. And I'm like, man, I am not structured or organized in real life. The only reason I am even a little bit structured is to keep this this train on the rails, man. And even with the structure I have, we go off the rails all the time. So there's yeah. no structure here. I, I have some structure, but we don't follow it ever. <laughs> so. So, so when you say off the rails, it, it's not like we're driving a train. It's more of like a four-lane highway. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of swerve back and forth a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> sometimes we're off in the in the you know in the the shoulder. Uh, sometimes we take an exit for a while, you know, like yeah. sometimes, you know, sometimes when you need to get gas and you take, you see a sign that there's gas and you take an exit and then you get at the exit and it's like the gas is four miles to the left and you're like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You, why would you have an, okay. So that's kind of what the show is sometimes. We, exactly. we, t- you're taking an exit for gas, but then the gas, uh, you know, it's four miles away. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, gosh. All right, let, uh, let's is, try to get back tr- on track. Yeah. Train wreck tonight. Um, be- Alexis wants to know the best add-on experience you'd recommended. Everything was up and running. Uh, example, Wild Africa Trek, Keys to the Kingdom, uh, Dive Quest. What behind-the-scenes extra is missing as an option that you'd like to see added again in normal times? All right. So I'll answer this really quickly. Okay. I have done a lot of these, right? So I've done... Um, I've done Keys to the Kingdom. I've done... Well, I haven't done Wild Africa Trek, but I have done several other tours at uh, at Animal Kingdom. But I do... My, my sister did Wild Africa Trek and said it was amazing and she'd do it again. Keys to the Kingdom is awesome um, unless you don't want the magic ruined for you. But I mean, if you want to go to like you know, go down to the Utilidors and everything, like, do it, man. It's it's cool. We got to see, like, where they keep all the parade floats. They show you the back of some of the rides. You know, you get to see the the underground tunnels that you always hear about. You know, it's it's cool. I, it's really, really cool. I, I think that's probably the best tour that we've done is Keys to the Kingdom. Okay. So, um, so, so other than that, so, so it sounds like Keys to the Kingdom is really the big um, uh, behind-the-scenes extra, but um well there's that one that's like eight hours there's there's one that's like all day that goes to like three different parks and like i we never did that one but oh okay because i was gonna say because we have so so there's the wild africa trekking keys to the kingdom which covers off animal kingdom and magic kingdom but epcot and hollywood studios don't really have anything like that at the moment do they well, they don't at the moment, but they yeah. do. Uh, Epcot has the one where you can go like behind the scenes at like American Adventure, which doesn't sound fun until you <laughs> realize that American Adventures, like the way that that show works, is like incredible. Uh, you know, like how all the different set pieces are like lifted up, basically, and it's it's a very cool thing. So you get to see behind the scenes of that. That's the one I was referring to, though. That's like 
I think it's like eight hours. I, I'd have to look it up, but it's, I think it's like all day and, and you go to like a couple different parks, but I don't, they obviously that's not happening right now. Right. So there's, there's so little happening right now with, as far as those tours go and things like that. Okay. Uh, and actually behind the scenes hmm. was kind of great. It was like 15 bucks and it was kind of great. It was oh, fun. right. Thank you. Yeah. I forgot about behind the scenes. I, I still, I want to do that one. Um, it's so I, cheap and it was yeah. like it was quick it was like a couple hours and it was it was interesting like if you're interested in the land pavilion if you're interested in gardening or growing things like it's it's a great tour it's the, about the cheapest thing you can do at disney <laughs> so it was it was awesome we we had fun doing that one so it's funny you, you said like i'm not i'm not a big gardener but i just really I, i'm more interested in just the behind the scenes part of it yeah. myself so yeah, the behind the scenes is interesting. I, I like behind the scenes stuff, right? Like I, I like a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh so I, I I will always do that that kind of thing. Uh I'm trying to find the name of this this uh oh, of course like so the Epcot, I'm looking at all the tours right now. So the the Epcot, you know, they have the the um the scuba diving at Epcot, so that's the thing mm-hmm. they have there. So but I'm trying to find the name of that tour that's like crazy long. I'm sure somebody will bring it up. I, I just can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's well, we'll 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 leave that one for you know someone in the group. I'm sure will know it because <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, there's also Undiscovered Future World. I've never done that one. Well, um, I I can tell you there won't be much to it right now. Well, no, but it's a four hour <laughs> walking tour. Uh, of what exactly all of future that's world a, is like that's a good question they really can't do that right now since future yeah. world doesn't really exist at the moment so uh <laughs> yeah here's uh, a bunch of d- demolished concrete <laughs> yeah exactly hey yeah. take a look yeah yeah uh all right. oh man it's gonna drive me nuts that i can't find this uh oh world showcase destinations discovered that's one too that's yeah, well, i was gonna say what do we want to come back to that one that we can yeah. Yeah, I'll probably won't find it to be honest, yeah, but here, we're we're gonna try. Yeah. So but, so so being that we're already pretty far into the episode, we still got a couple more listener questions to go. Do we want to finish those off or do the ad? Yeah. No, I think I found it. I found it. It's a oh, seven-hour trip. It's called B- Backstage Magic. Okay, and you go. Let's see. You go to Epcot and Magic Kingdom. You get to see the inner workings of American Adventure. Uh, you get to go down to the Utilidors with this one, too. So if you want to watch, go to the Underground Tunnels, which, by the way, were cool, but, like, nothing impressive. Like, it's it's a utility. It's, like, utility it's, area, you know? It's, yeah. it's not, like, you know, it's just cool to go to a place that's, like, mythical, you know? But outside of that... Um, it's more then, urban legend than anything. Exactly. And then this one, you also go to the costuming department, the central shops where they like, where all like the craftsmen like build stuff. You go to Tiffin's. Oh, and then you go behind the scenes at Rivers of Light. So I guess that doesn't exist anymore. So that's not a thing that's part of this. <laughs> all right. So, but anyway, you know, you go to two different parks. It's seven hours. It's also $275 a person. So if you want to spend some cash, that's, that's, that's one. But um, but yeah, no. Listen, I I think Keys of the Kingdom is a really good one. If you if you really like Magic Kingdom and you don't mind the magic getting ruined for you, then it's a good one. All right. So anyway, okay. yeah. <laughs> Let's. Um. Yeah. Like I said, do do we want to keep moving or? Let's yeah. Let's do our ad. Let's okay. do our ad. All right. So this week we have a DVC rental store. Uh, the DVC rental store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. 
DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Okay. Maybe we just uh, skip over the last questions we have here. Yeah, because uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think we're we're we gotten pretty far here, and we sh- we got other stuff to talk about. So yeah, okay. Um, so I, I guess sorry, we're we're gonna jump around a bit here just ca- to cover this stuff off. Um, so so as as David Not mentioned, that they can see that we're jumping around. No, but yeah. while I, behind the scenes, ooh. <laughs> someday when we yeah. do a patreon one of the things we're going to do as a benefit is that you'll get to see the outlines that we have and you can see and, really and, how and much yeah, of a mess are we are you will see really how haphazard these shows are well um, you know listen i do a lot of planning into this you'll just find out yeah. how little we actually you know follow the planning well, that i do well no i i think we're we're pretty good at following the plan it's just we don't follow it in uh sequential order yes yeah, the thing yeah. which and, you I, know, and I, t- I spend a lot of time trying to put it in an order that i think makes sense you know, but yeah. it just, it never works out that way. So, well, be, and I think a lot of that is because, you know, we all have a different take on what makes sense at any given point. So <laughs> true, true story. Yeah. Um, but, so, but yeah, j- just to, just to cover this off. So yeah, the, the, the extra dates added for, um, Boobash. Um, sorry, let me just get the, due exact. to popular demand. Yeah. Due to popular demand, they're going into August, which again, you know, I, I do agree with Damon that that's getting a little ridiculous because it is Halloween. Um, you know, the only thing, reason I think they did that though, is because tickets were not available to the general public yet. And they had already sold out like a bunch of dates. So actually, like, Sorry, it's sorry. Just to correct, it's not going to August. They actually start September fifth, so they're okay. adding yeah. they're adding Sundays to the uh, to the, the extra dates. So basically, you know, it's a couple more nights a week. But again, um, the point still stands that you know August, September, October are Halloween season. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but I also understand like the need to like space these things out. So it's like the person going there for a week isn't having magic yeah. kingdom clothes every day early, you know, in o- October and, you know, cause that would stink. Like if you're just, if you just have no interest in boobash or no interest in the not so scary Halloween party and you go there for a week and magic kingdom closes every day at seven o'clock, uh, you know, while you're there, that would stink as a guest. Right. So I, that's also like, I understand your points, right? Like I get it. And I mm-hmm. totally agree in that way, but I also look at it too. It's like, I get what they're doing too, where, because you see people complaining all the time about the parties being sold out, and it really makes people mad. So they're trying to accommodate as many people as possible, and plus, of course, make as much money as possible, right? That's that's, that's the goal here, right? But at the same time, it's like it's it, it's tough because, like you said, they're they're extending into August and and you know September, and I get it, I get it. But this one, I also understand though too because. You know, they they didn't have uh, this wasn't open to the general public, and a bunch of it had already sold out. So, like ticket sales that were only open for resort guests, basically. Right, and so then you're making the locals mad too. You're making the pass holders mad that don't have a resort date, right? Yeah, and, and this is so. This goes back to the same problem that we had with Rise of the Resistance as well, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it gets to a point where where things become such. There's so much hype around things that yeah. You can't, um, 
yeah, you, you can't make everybody happy. And then the result is, is, you know, if you're not, if you're not one of the fortunate people who has your pulse on the stuff or, you know, is the first in line, you know, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from with it, Tom, that, you know, you know, being that person where, you know, oh, you know, I wanted to go at Halloween and then, you know, and sorry, I have coworkers like this where they're like, Hey, you know, I'm going to Disney in two months and it's, and, <laughs> and I haven't head, planned going, a thing. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm going, um, you know, that like you, like bookings open up like six months. Oh, it'll be fine. And then they go and then they're like, Oh my God, you know, I couldn't get into anything. I couldn't get a res- reservation yep. for this. Yep. And it's like, so I, I get it. I get why they're, they're trying to offer more options to kind of appease things. The other thing too, is that, you know, it is also, we are coming out of, you know, a global event, mm-hmm. which, you know, was, was a pandemic. So again, for the next little while, I get why there is a whole bunch of pent up desire yes. to do these things. And, you know, obviously Disney is not going to miss the boat on this stuff. They're not going to say, you know, sorry, no, come back tomorrow just because of the fact that, um, you know, they're, you know, they, they didn't have enough spaces for that one party. They, they've obviously figured out that, you know, as things are opening up, They've got more people on board. They, you know, you know, I, I I think it's a lot to do with, you know, as they're getting more people brought back to work and more people trained up, they're looking and going, Hey, if if we have the resources to, to do this, let's do it. Right. Like, well, also though, at the price point that they're selling this and they're selling it as an after hours event, they have to be pretty restricted as far as how many people, like there's, there's not going to be nearly as, as many people in the parks for this event as there were for like the Mickey's not so scary. Right. Right. So, and that's, that's a big part of this too, right? Cause they, at that price point, people are going to be expecting and, and only being in there for a couple hours, people are going to be expecting to walk onto every ride. Right. And that's, that's what you're going to need. Or you're going to have a bunch of people mad, but this also reminds me too of like moonlight magic, right? We had the same problem with moonlight magic where mm-hmm. the policy of, of having the, the resort room and giving you early access was hurting locals, right? Like local DVC owners, which is so, it, but it, there's no way it, it was hard to make a policy where it was fair to everyone. Right. And that's where, where yeah. the middle ground is where it's like, cause e- either way you're, you're, you're screwing over somebody. Right. So yeah, th- and that's, that's, what's, ab- that's what stinks. Yeah. There, there is absolutely a balance between, you know, people that are paid to stay at the resort, you know, people that are local people that, um, are not staying at the resort, but then, well, you know, you know, the, the thing is, is Disney realizes that all of these groups are there to give them money at the end of the day, because, you know, that like it, when you think about it, you know, that this whole, this whole thing is, you know, people are like, you've seen the, the, you've probably seen the meme that, you know, shut up and take my money from Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what's going on here. And, and unfortunately, um, you know, yeah, it's not going to be fair for everybody all the time, but it is what it is too. Right. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I didn't think that this, this event was going to be so popular that it crashed everything. I'm, I'm surprised yeah. as well. I, and again, I, I think, you know, I'm kind of with Damon that, you know, my point of view on it is that it's not, it doesn't seem like it should be as big as it is, but somehow everyone is like, yeah, I, I don't get how hype works sometimes. Honestly, <laughs> it's it's just yeah. No, I, I know. Yeah. Well, especially since yeah. no one's even been to this event, nobody knows how good it's going to be or how bad it's going to be. Like nobody knows what this well, event's going to be. You, I think it's just pent up demand more than anything. You also have a precedent of you know di- people know how Disney has done Halloween and Christmas party yeah, sure. type events in the past. It, it's not that people are going in blind on it. 
Yeah, no, that's that's true. People yeah. expect a certain level of Disney party, right? So yeah. I think that's what what people are betting on. But it's it's interesting they added more dates. I mean, they only added, what, what was it, like five more dates? Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's not like they added another month. They just added a couple but, more dates. But that's still, like you said, I, I've been... I've been at the parks when Halloween events are going on. And I remember it was annoying because, you know, I wasn't going to any of the Halloween events and it was like, Oh, I want to go to magic kingdom. Oh wait, you know, it closes at six. Never mind. Like, (laughs) yeah. And that stinks. It's, it's again, it's, uh, it's all a balance, right? Because you have people that are complaining that they can't get into the parties. So Disney adds more people to the parties, you know, more tickets available to these parties. And then people are like, well, now they're too busy. And it's like, okay, well, oh, okay, we'll add more dates then. Well, now there's too many dates. And it's like, it's, it's a tough balance to strike. I think that's, that's all I'm saying. Absolutely. And, and truth be told, I know this sounds crazy, but I mean, the parks are losing billions of dollars, even while open. So they need this, they need this kind of stuff, you know? And I don't think they will the second half of the year when things really open up and they really get back to pre pandemic levels. I, I think they'll be fine. But it's, you know, this is the kind of stuff that they need right now is these extra paid things. So Yeah. And and I think, again, you're going to have probably a, a year or two of this kind of stuff. You know, like I said, it's it's all that pent up people wanting to go, people willing to pay for it. But once things get back to more normal, you won't have quite the level of uh, hype. I get again, it's it, yeah. that, that's all I can say or that's how I keep describing is, you know, People are just hyped to do something other than what they've been doing for the last year and a half. So um, I, I think that that factors into people being willing to dive into this stuff where, you know, I don't see the value in it. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I, it's not for me. Like, I, I wasn't going to, you know, buy tickets for this. I, it's just not interesting to me. Uh, and I just don't. I mean, I'm not going to be there. So what's what's the point? So yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not really I, I like Halloween, but I don't know if if it's enough that uh, to actually do something like this. Now, will I do Mickey's Not So Scary when my daughter gets a little older and will enjoy it? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I probably will. Because yeah, I mean, I don't think we have any doubt that it's coming back. Right. It's going to yeah. come back. You, you know. I mean, yeah. And again, like you know, same thing with my son is you know I I really enjoyed doing the the Halloween and the Christmas parties. Do I feel the need to be there every single year? No. Um, you know, it's, I, I may go back again. I may not. I, I honestly don't know at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I get yeah. that. I totally get that. And that's kind of how I would be too. I almost feel like it's when I did the club level room, it might be just like a one and done for me, like a special thing that we do one time, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe we'll have so much fun. We'll do it like every year, but usually we can't get there around, around that time anyway. Right. So like we usually can't get to the parks around uh, uh, you know October and around September because my wife is a teacher and she's in school so it's not even like we can really make that work necessarily so so we'll have to see no fair point anyway i think we've we've kind of talked about boobash more than i think we planned on way more than we <laughs> but, wanted to yeah um let's uh why don't we keep moving here so um this next one uh okay so this is a personal one to you right here. Is <laughs> well, okay. So, so face masks, um, at most, oh, wait, okay. It, I didn't know we were going back to that. One. Oh, sorry. I, okay. Yeah. The, the face masks one. Um, so I think as, we all knew it was heading in that direction. Right? Yeah. As of the 15th, you don't have to wear them anywhere or they're optional except for when you're on buses or monorails or the Skyliner. Right. Or fully vaccinated guests. That's the key yeah. here. Like, so if you're not vaccinated, you're not, you're still supposed to wear it, but you know, 
Okay. We, I, as we talked about before, the honor system not great in this case. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say that you know, um, not trying to stir the pot here, but how do you know somebody's vaccinated? Because <laughs> yeah, last time I checked, they you know people were opposed to you know asking people if they were vaccinated. So I don't know. Yep. Maybe best to just move on from that one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think it's okay. something we have to mention because it's, you know, obviously a, a big piece of news and it was getting talked about a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I know uh, some of my family members are going two weeks from now. So like my my sister and my uh, her, her boyfriend and my mom are going to Hollywood Studios just for one day because I, I think I've talked about this before. My mom lives an hour and a half from there. She's my, my sister's going to visit. So they were like, hey, let's go do a day at Disney. So they decided to go to Hollywood Studios. They want to do all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I know. So this is this is this is what makes me laugh. It's like David was so anti, but like there are a ton of people that are so into that stuff and so happy yeah. that stuff is there. So it's, it's because we're it, because we're paying attention to it all the time. That's yeah. why that's why Damon gets the way he did, and you know I do it too. Is sometimes when you're when you're too far into it too much, it yeah. you know it it kind of makes you sour after a little while. Sure, so I get that. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But yeah, I mean they've been before. They've done rises. Just they just want to do all that again, and they just kind of want to wander. So right. Anyway, so uh, but they I, I will say that they were excited about it as vaccinated people. They were like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Then we don't have to wear masks anymore. And yeah, stuff, so. it makes things easier for sure. <laughs> yeah. Ohana. Yes. Re- so restaurant news. So Ohana is opening. On July 9th, which, ooh, that's, uh, oh, that's Dude. less than a month. Wow. Um, you know, it's interesting. Does that mean the resort's going to open by July 9th? Because they said late July for the resort's going to reopen. Are they going to open Ohana before they open everything else? Like, um, they, they can because the, I mean, the way the Polynesian structured is it's very easy to get to Ohana without, like, they don't have to have the rest of the resort full of people. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, that's fine. I, I, I think, you know, there, and there is still people staying there because of DVC and, and, True. you know, plenty of people go, you know, I, I guess the, the thing to keep in mind is, you know, with any of these resort restaurants, the vast amount of people that are going to these restaurants are not people that are staying at the resort. That's true. So. And that's especially true with Ohana, which is just a very popular restaurant. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those restaurants that if somebody's going to Disney for the first time, you tend to recommend Ohana, right? Like that's, yeah. that's one you recommend because it's always good. It's a great atmosphere. It's, it, you get a ton of food for the money. And it's, you know, there's, I'll never forget when I used to do the travel agency. I, one of my clients, I was texting me during their trip. And I had booked Ohana for her and she texted me while they were there, just in all caps and like a million exclamation points, Ohana. <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's how you feel about Ohana. <laughs> like, um, so anyway, uh, but, um, you know, there, there was a little bit of a, a stir on the internet here because they did not include the noodles, uh, in, on the yeah. menu, which is interesting because I, part of me feels like they just kind of forgot to put it on. To announce it with the, everything else, no, I. But I don't I, know if it was really like a, you know, I don't know. I, I feel that you know, again, over time, you know, Disney, you know, they looks at they look at menus, they look at, yeah, you know, what's working and what's not. And again, right now, as you're seeing with a lot of these places reopening, is you know they're going to modified menus. They're going to, yeah, that's true. Um, you, you know, you don't have the buffets. They're they're going to family style. They're going to. Um, you know, just, I, I think they're thinking about things from a, a point of view of not, again, I hate to say it because, you know, 
you know, people don't want to hear this, but yes, Disney, sometimes it has to be cheap. And it was probably a matter of they, they looked at the menu and went, you know, there's Maybe. too many, too many things here for, you know, at least the, the interim, you know, while they're, they're getting things opened and, and rolling again, they realized that they put, they couldn't just go back to, you know, opening it up the way it was before it closed. Right. Yeah. But like the noodles were the only thing they left off, right? Like everything else is coming back. It just seems like an odd yeah. thing. They were just like, eh, we're just going to cut the noodles. You know, listen, I'm not saying so, they made a mistake. I'm just joking about that. But I mean, this is also the same people that, you know, went every year forget to update the date on top of the world. And people think top of the world is done because they don't update the website to change the, the expiration date of it. You but, know what I mean? Like that's this is the stuff happens. It, yeah. it could have happened that way, but I doubt it. I'm kind of joking about that. I think you're probably right that they decided to do a modified menu and and they left that out. But here's the thing. I don't care about the noodles. Like, I don't I don't think I've ever <laughs> eaten the noodles at Ohana. Like, yeah. there's so much food they give you at that restaurant. It's absurd. Like, way too much food. I way more care about the pot stickers and the chicken wings mm-hmm. and the meats and the dessert and all that. I yeah, way more the, care about that. Yeah, the bread pudding would have made me mad if that wasn't there. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of bread pudding. Anyway, um, so just uh, a bit of a counterpoint to that as well. You know, you know, talking about why do they take stuff off of menus? Not yeah. exactly the same thing, but um, for a while. So I... Um, again, from my Disneyland days, I, I like English, English toffee and Disneyland. Um, they, they would make this really good English toffee. It wasn't the prepackaged stuff. It was actually like, like the confectionery made English toffee. And for a while you couldn't get it because, um, it turned out that, uh, they had a supplier that there were, I believe it, cause it, it's almonds that they crushed almonds that they put on top. And the supplier for the crushed almonds that they used, there was some issue and they couldn't get anything from them for like six months. So there was a, there was a stint of time there where they just didn't have the English toffee. And, you know, most people don't care. You know, you move on with your day. For me, I was like, what the heck? You know, I, you know, I came down here thinking I was going to get English toffee and I got denied. And, you know, it, it didn't like ruin my trip or anything, but it was like a, you know, I was a bit annoyed about it, but also when, when they, you know, we went and we specifically asked, we were like, Hey, are you, are you making any more? When's this coming back in? And the lady behind the counter explained to us why they weren't making it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and at that point I was like, okay, fine, you know, fair enough. And I moved on with my day. I feel like, you know, this could be a similar thing again, you know, as time goes on, you know, they probably, you know, for the last year, they hadn't been thinking about, you know, wherever they, you know, it could be just one part of the noodles, that you know they they can't get that particular ingredient at the moment and they went well you know hey we we can't do this at the moment so you know we'll take it off the menu when we can do it you know it'll come back but of course like you said the internet loves to take that and you know um um twist it into a a deliberate attack on society because you took noodles off the menu (laughs) Yeah, it's it's silly. It's, right. it's just silly. Right? It's yeah. it's nonsense. Sorry, I, I know I'm being hyperbolic, but it's just so funny how people get worked up about these things. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's funny how people yeah. get it worked up about this stuff too, because it's like, dude, it's yeah. noodles. Like, like yeah. let's chill. Uh, but you know, I I also did see here too. So there, it it does seem like they're doing like family style. They're not coming around to, yeah. you know, put the, put the, the, the meat on your plates anymore, which, you know, I don't know if that's temporary or they're going to do that forever, but I do think one of the appeals of that is, you know, of Ohana is that right. Like that that's, there's like a performative piece to it, you know, yeah, it's, it's similar to like a Brazilian barbecue, right? Where yeah. like, yeah, you, you don't just go like, I mean, you go there for the meat, but 
it's also yeah part part of the the atmosphere and performance and everything right so yeah and then there were some people talking i I saw too because they're not going to have like the shrimp they're going to do like a shrimp casserole of some sort yeah which you know whatever i don't eat shrimp anyway so i don't care (laughs) um listen just be happy johanna's back let's stop complaining (laughs) johanna's back Right. And and again, you know, the, the thing to keep in mind, this is baby steps. Like we, yeah. you know, things are slowly opening back up. They're not just going back to, hey, everything's open. We're back to normal. It's coming in steps. So takes time. Takes time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I put space through 20 on here just as a joke <laughs> at this point. Cause I'm just, I, I just, I think it's funny that now they're the, the group that the patina restaurant group that operates a lot of the Disney restaurants and also is going to be operating this one is now it came out and said, it's going to open quote this fall. Now, mind you, this is the second time we've told, we've been told that this is going to open in fall. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So let's, you know, I guess take it with it. I listen, I'm not going to believe that this restaurant exists and is open until I sit down and eat there. Like uh, even if I see pictures of people eating there, I'm just not going to believe it. <laughs> you, you believe there's a large uh, conspiracy yeah, just to yeah, exactly. taunt you into thinking that there's a restaurant that emulates being up in space. Yeah, is, well, I think it's just because I've wanted to go for so long that I'm just annoyed at this point that it's not open and like i just want it to open already like and i just want to go i so, want to go to space and i want to eat i want to get my tang flavored ice cream that we d- joked about when this was first announced remember that yeah <laughs> we so, were trying to come so, up with dishes for the for it yeah so it's funny you're you know you know the the same way that that damon was expressing his you know tiring with the way disney is right now you're kind of having the same problem but no, I'm just tiring with Space 220. That's the only thing I'm tired of is Space 220 existing as a concept and not existing as a place I can go. But but it's the same point though is that it yeah. you you're so you're so involved in it and interested in it that it's it eventually hits a point where when you've put too much focus on it, you kind of yeah. lose all interest in it, right? That's a, that's a fair point. But yeah. see, I I feel like I'm more interested now though. Like I'm 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 more annoyed because I don't know the next time i'm going to disney and i don't know when i'll be able to eat here that's more what i'm annoyed about at this point like i just don't know when things are going to happen and i'm just yeah i'm just annoyed (laughs) (laughs) i just want to go can i just go like yeah yeah but this fall apparently please this fall they're hiring people they hired people last time okay yeah, I just don't, but that that I was also at, that was at the start of a pandemic. This is at the end of a yeah. pandemic. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'll believe I'm, it when I see it, Trevor. I'll believe I it when I see it with my own two eyes. I, I'm gonna have we're gonna have listeners sending us pictures from it, and I'm I'm gonna doubt it like Damon was doubting my Space Mountain picture. I'm gonna be like, no, that's not really Photoshop. <laughs> that you photoshopped yourself into con- concept art, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Well, so Food and Wine's going to add some new food booths, uh, and that's what Damon was talking about before he left that he was getting all excited about. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the new global marketplace food booths start on October first, which oh, well, no, uh, they, some start in July and some start October first. Oh, sorry. I, well, the it says new global marketplace food booths open to open October first at Epcot. So th- does this list also it re- read what's below it? it it's it, it, why would they? Yeah, well, it will begin on Ju- July fifteenth and run through November twentieth. In addition, some new food booths opening in July. Three more will open in October first. I don't know why. Why would they spacing it? Maybe they need to build them. Maybe they're not there yet. So like, well, but, but the way that that 
the way that yeah. this is worded is terrible as well. Yeah, it is. It is. You're <laughs> right. But the ones that are opening at, at the open of the of the festival are Brew Wing at the Epcot Experience. So uh, Wing Place. I'm all, I'm all for chicken wings and flatbreads. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good chicken wing and I like a good flatbread and, along with assorted beers and ciders. The Noodle Exchange, which is what Damon was talking about. Savor the flavors of the Far East. Served up in noodle dishes. I'm not a big noodle fan, like just I, in general. I like... I, I eat a lot of ramen specifically. Okay. I, I like ramen and because there's a lot of different things you can do with, with ramen um, outside. So this is that, up your alley then. This is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, that's not, I, I would probably be interested in it, but um, I guess I don't see, I don't know. Like, like to me, it's like, you know, here's a bunch of different noodle stuff. Well, okay. Like, I don't, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't well, excite me them. i guess you got to see what yeah. the menu is going to be right yeah, yeah exactly and then uh so moving down the list is uh rotunda bistro uh which is uh <laughs> so it's all seafood, seafood. I, I don't get yeah no okay well, I, I, again i i like some good lobster every once in a while my wife would be all about yeah. that one she'd be cool and the, and then we have the swanky saucy swine i like this one yeah where, where do you suppose this one is tantalizing pork dishes along with wine beer and cocktail i don't i don't know where it is but i want to go there tantalizing pork dishes is like you had me at tantalizing i don't i don't even need to go further than that i mean all Uh, i want all i expect out of pork is like a you know like a pulled pork sandwich but mm. yeah what about like uh you know you could do um uh, what is it called bacon wrapped anything yeah bacon i mean (laughs) anything with bacon yeah Um, what am i thinking of why am i blanking on what this is the what the like the real fatty like kind of baconish thing. Why am I chops? No, 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 no. Fatty. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, now I gotta like try to Google something vague and see if I can remember the name of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fat a fatty bacon pork kind of thing. Why am I? I'm blanking on what the name of yeah, this is. It's really thing. gonna drive me crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I get my brains. I, I'm tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> Again, folks, this this is why we don't do this in the afternoon. Usually, we're, we're it is why we don't do it. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long weekend, man. I'm tired. My yeah. my kid had me running around all weekend. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> pork belly, pork belly is ah, the yeah. words I was looking belly. for. Yes, some pork belly. That, there's got to be pork belly involved in that booth. Okay. Yeah. No but... joke. No joke, Trevor. I just looked up a menu of a place I go to that has pork belly tacos to find the name of what I was thinking of because I knew it had the thing I was thinking of but couldn't <laughs> think of it. <laughs> oh, man. This is crazy. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get through the rest of the list before yeah, let's we completely fall apart. Yeah. So we have, a... we have Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina. Treat your senses to flavorful Moroccan cuisine like grilled kebabs and falafel pita. Yeah, all right. sounds yeah. all right. Okay, yeah. And then okay, and then these are the booths that will open October first. Uh, Kenya, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, set off on safari flavors to enjoy your traditional Kenyan food and beer. Like, sorry, I, I don't know what traditional Kenyan food is. Yeah, but I, I would, would want to check it out though and see what it is. You know, but you, you can do it. Like you've got like the swanky saucy swine, and then you have Kenya. Yeah, it's just kind of random. Like, <laughs> Kenya's seems, probably got some good food. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and, and then next we have Lobster Landing, which is a New England, um, you know, lobster creations. And then the last one, as Damon mentioned, Mac and Eats. Discover macaroni and cheese combos your mom never imagined. Well, 
again, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, you know, I've, I've done some really horrible things with Mac and cheese in my youth that I would never, you know, imagine. So <laughs> I, listen, I, I have high hopes for that one. I mean, I seem to remember they had a dessert Mac and cheese at one point, but it wasn't cheese. It was like, you know, it was something else. So I, I don't forget what it was, but they, I mean, they've done some stuff with, they've had like Mac and cheese boosts, I think in the past, but yeah. I just, I don't know, know that I feel like they're trying to upsell it. Like, I, I guess I, I, I see this all the time with food trucks is they're like, Hey, you know, we've got this food truck. We're selling mac and cheese and you get it. And it's like, it's just, it's still artisanal, mac and cheese. Artisanal yeah. elbow macaroni. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but the, like, you know, the cheese still tastes like, you know, cheat, like cheese sauce or something interesting. Or, you know, they, or they, they throw like, you know, pulled pork on it or something, which is like, ooh, you know, Thanks, guys. You know, I, I I never thought to do that myself. Trevor, like, what is with the pessimism today? Usually, <laughs> Mister Positive, and now you're letting Damon drag I'm, you into the mud. I, here. Like, <laughs> no, I I think actually it's probably the heat getting to me more than anything. Is that what it because is? It, yeah. my my house is really hot at the moment. I feel like we're we're all yeah. thrown off a little bit just yeah. in general because we're we're recording a different time than usual, and that tends to throw us off. So that too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. Whatever. But um, did you see? So what annoys me about this is they announced that there's Figment merchandise, but there's no pictures of the Figment merchandise, which, you know, don't tell me there's going to be Figment merchandise when I want to. Uh, although I do see some pictures. I see a couple things here. But so so you just finished telling me not to be pessimistic and then you're getting annoyed because you can't see pictures of figment merchandise i'm getting hangry no i'm just (laughs) (laughs) um no you know what it's funny though i just said that and then i found a picture of some of the figment merchandise so now (laughs) okay so tom's fine everyone yeah i'm good i'm good now i I see some figment merch i'm cool now um it's kind of like a fancy figment i like it he's he's a little chef figment is it that new the new oh yeah okay yeah yeah He's even flying and he's using his wings. You know, he's over there flying on one of these. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like they're they're trying to update Figment a little bit. Well, I mean, we talked about this a while ago, yeah. right? Where they had that that thing on what was it? The... I forget. It was one day at Disney, I think, where they were designing a Figment thing for an unspecified project of some sort. Yeah, so. I feel like you know this kind of stuff just keeps leaning us closer and closer to it, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's a nice set. I like. I, I like the. Uh, I like. I like the design. Yeah. yeah. It actually. It's cool. It actually kind of reminds me of. Um, no, not almost Mary Blairish. Like, like that yeah, very, yeah, yeah. that very yeah. simple, like, like, like the the palettes are very, um, very vibrant, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's probably what they're going for. And it's very like. Yeah, I, I like it. It's it's kind of a different kind of figment. It's not like the cartoony figment that you're used to, right? It's yeah. like. It's I, it's hard to describe, but we'll post a picture with the episode. You can look yeah. at it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So now we got rumors. Do you want to talk any more about this merchandise, or do you want to nope. keep going? Uh, yeah, let's let's get into the Tear rumors. So 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 the big rumor is Walt Disney is bringing back fireworks in early July, which you know how early? Probably not July fourth, like a lot of people want to believe. See, I also saw somebody else post an article in my group that the fireworks are going to start in the next few weeks here, like even before July. So I don't, I don't know. There's you, a lot of rumors flying around. You, you think that they could be doing, uh, or like they, I, I gotta wonder if they'll maybe do like some, uh, some testing kind of stuff. Like, well, they've been doing it though. They've been doing a lot of testing right. over at Epcot. But, like, I've been seeing a lot of people post about testing at Epcot, but Magic Kingdom, I, I don't think anybody, they've really done anything there. Um, I have seen a couple of videos or somebody posted a video of they were doing, um, 
uh, the projection testing on the castle one night. So it it was like, it was late at night, like after the park had closed and then they, they happened to look out their window and saw the, uh, the projections going on the castle. So, so it is happening. I, I have to wonder if maybe in the next couple of weeks, maybe what the, I would be surprised if, you know, kind of similar to the character cavalcades that they do like a, an, an impromptu projection show or, you know, fireworks. But the interesting thing is, you know, if they're going to do that, you know, like doing fireworks, they have to kind of, you know, block people off from certain areas and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is hard to do when, or I guess it's not hard to do, but it's, you know, you know, when people aren't expecting it to happen, I, I could see it being a little, um, a little chaotic. But I, I think the other thing that makes it a bit easier too is now, you know, back to, we were talking about them, you know, relaxing restrictions around distancing and, and masks and stuff like that. Yeah. It may make it easier for them to say, okay, you know, we can do a fireworks show and not worry about breaking safety restrictions or anything like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I typically wouldn't believe something like this, right? Because based, these reports all seem to be based on like cast members saying this to people. And it's like, yeah, let's be honest. We all know the bus drivers uh, don't know what they're talking about and they tell you things all the time that are not true. Right. Like that's, that's like a, a classic bus driver at Disney thing. Right. Well, <laughs> so. but you know, I personally trust the custodians. Yeah, the custodians are the one that's the ones yeah. that know what's so, going on, right? So <laughs> if you're ask if you guys are asking around for these rumors, yeah, if you're talking to the bus driver, you know, no offense, you know, bus drivers are awesome too, but the custodians are the guys you need to talk to. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that know what's going on. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but but listen, I, what I would say, I, I wouldn't believe this typically if it's because it's coming from cast members, right? But at the same time, there's been a lot of fireworks testing going on. And like you mm-hmm. said, that projection testing. And so things are pointing that way. And just things are starting to open back up and they're getting back up to capacity. So it just feels like it makes sense that that would happen, right? And, and I, I don't disagree, but I think a lot of people are putting too much weight on July 4th. July 4th. Yeah. Which I, I think that's a huge mistake. You know, Disney's not going to... They're not going to do that to themselves because, you know, you, you're less than a month out. If they suddenly said, oh, yeah, we're doing July 4th uh, fireworks, like the the chaos that would ensue. Like, yeah. I mean, in previous years, like the, the place is packed every year on July yeah. 4th, right? Like you would have all kinds of people, you know, regardless of of what's going on, you would have all kinds of people trying to get there at that time. But they're yeah. limited with park passes now. You can't just show up anymore, right? So oh, no, but, that helps, but, I think. But people will still do dumb things like, you know, oh, yeah, sure. you know, try and go to a resort or get somewhere near it. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. even just standing just, outside yeah. the gate, right? <laughs> I, I think the more likely thing is that we're going to see one of those streaming events that they do. Yeah. You know, where the, well, they'll do the fireworks and they'll do the projection show and all that, but they're going to do it without guests there and they're going to do it streaming. That's my guess. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And, and again, just because of the fact that, you know, we're less than a month out on it. I, yeah, I, I can't see them suddenly turning gears like this and saying, Hey, you know, we're, we're doing a big production. Like it just, it's not how Disney works. <laughs> we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to have to find out. Yeah. But, but I like the sec- I like the second rumor just because it seems so stupid to me. The, the, <laughs> the addition of standby times. To to wait times in my Disney experience, yeah. So my Disney experience previously said wait times, right? So here's what the rumor mm-hmm. is: my Disney experience previously said wait times during the p- pandemic. Just said wait times, right? Didn't say yeah. anything else. 
Then an update happened, and now it says standby wait times. So the rumor is now because they added standby in there, that means FastPass is coming back. Because why would you need to specify standby times if there's no other wait time? I feel like this um, is the flimsiest of all things that I've ever read, but I also don't completely disagree with it. It's not a terrible, it's not a huge leap to make. I feel like it's not, but you know, modifying your grammar doesn't, I mean, <laughs> that, but, but, but here's yeah. the thing. If they intentionally took it out, right. If they intentionally took the word standby out when they was reopened, it, right. Is it taken out though? I don't remember. Well, I, that's I what they're saying here is that times. it was, it was taken out. Yeah. So okay. the the term standby was intentionally taken out because it was just the wait time, right? And now they've added standby back in because, you know, it, here's, the, here's the thing. If they intentionally took it out, then why would they intentionally put it back in? Like, it's not just like a correction, right? It feels like I, – and I, I don't want to go like – because I don't typically believe this kind of nonsense. But <laughs> I don't know. It just feels kind of interesting. I, I do think FastPass will return at some point, but I – I don't know. It's hard to know when. And I think it's interesting that they would add that back in. But it also, again, it doesn't really necessarily mean anything. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, yeah. I, um, uh, <laughs> it, you just don't believe it. Yeah. It's like you said, it's so flimsy. It's, it's so flimsy. flimsy. I, I don't even want to, uh, yeah. I don't even want to entertain it. Like, you know, you know, and, and again, so what if fast passes do come back? Like, it, it's it's kind of. Uh. I I think I think this whole conversation about fast pass is interesting because bef- when fast pass existed before, people like a lot of people hated it, right? Like a lot of people wanted to see it go away, and now that it's gone, people are like, "When is fast pass coming back? When is fast pass coming back? Is it coming back tomorrow? Is it coming back next week?" Like. People were hating on it before. This is the same thing, the, the same discussion we had about Magical Express. Like, how many people did you see complaining about Magical Express until all of a sudden now it's going to be gone? And everyone's like, no. Like, you hated it before. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the same thing with FastPass. So many people hated it. And then, you know, then they missed it when it was gone. But I, I, that's how I, everything is, right? I feel it's not the same groups of people that in yeah, you're probably cases. Right. Like, it, you know, the, the people that were hating on Magical Express are not the same people that were upset that it was gone. True. Same thing with fast passes. And I guess I, you know, even if they decided not to bring back fast passes or, or brought, you know, back a modified version, you know, I remember, I remember a time when fast passes didn't exist and you, and you know, we waited in line and big deal, but uh, you just did like a really like old man, like back in my day, I know. we didn't have fast passes. And- yeah, but we didn't, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, okay. you know, back in the nineties, we had to, you know, just get in line and, you know, just be bored because we didn't even have smartphones back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Or game. I really, and all, my, all the 20 year olds listening to this just tuned out. <laughs> my, my family couldn't afford a Game Boy. So we had to just stare at the wall. <laughs> Is that what we did? That's what we did for fun. Yeah, we just yeah. My Nintendo. I remember my Nintendo. All my all my Nintendo games always came from garage sales. Like so, I'd always yep. get like the Nintendo games like way after they came out. Like after they were to the point that somebody was cleaning out the room and yeah. I I bought a, a lot of my games actually came from uh, a rental store when they would sell off their games that nice. people didn't want to rent anymore. That's how I acquired some of my early Nintendo games. 
So see, every time every time I have conversations like this, I think about the the Simpsons meme of uh, you know uh, old man yells at cloud, and it's yeah. you know Abe Simpson yelling at a cloud, and that's how I always feel like these things are right. It's yeah, old man yells at cloud. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying you know the back in my day thing just to be like you know you yeah. kids don't know how good you have it. I'm just trying to give some perspective that you know the everyone tries to treat it that you know, hey, the, the way things are right now are the way things should be. And my yeah. point is that, you know, no, that there, there's nothing saying that it has to keep being that way. You know, it can go back to the way that it was, or it can be something totally different. And, you know, we can all be upset about it, but, you know, eventually you'll get used to it and it'll become, you know, the way that it, or it'll just become what you're used to, right? <laughs> well, so. this is, I, I think I said this about like when they got rid of wishes, right? It was like, okay, they brought in Happily Ever After, but like 10 years from now, after Happily Ever After has been running for 10 years and they get rid of Happily Ever After, people mm-hmm. can be like, oh, they get rid of Happily Ever After. Like, cause you always I'll, move on to the next thing, right? It's yeah. always like, I'll, I'll be one of that, those people about Happily Ever yeah. After because it's, it's my current favorite fireworks exactly. show. But, yeah. But again, you know, I'm I'm also, I guess, a little more. Um, I, I try to I try to check myself and say, you know, hey, that's fine. You know, things change and and exactly. it's okay. The, the whole again, you know, back to the whole fast pass thing. It's you know, you know, maybe the reason they're putting standby is because maybe they're going to virtual queue. Maybe it's not. That's uh, another one. Yeah. Again, maybe it's not that that you know, fast passes are coming back. Maybe they're actually planning to implement, um, you know virtual queue for across the parks and this or is maybe people were complaining and saying i don't understand wait time you put standby in there now i'll understand that like there's a million reasons why these things can happen that don't mean that fast pass is coming back right like yeah that's we we always like to assume i just miss having rumors on here and i miss recklessly <laughs> recklessly speculating on things so i needed this you know to be on here because it yeah. feels just stupid, <laughs> but but you know I I think it's a good sign for things returning to normal because yeah. the the fact yeah. that we can actually talk about rumors like this yeah. means that we are getting back to something resembling a normal Disney and you know going back to to previous stuff that we talked about in the show you know Ohana coming back, um, stuff like that you know even even Boobash even though it's not Mickey's not so scary Halloween party it's it's the same kind of conversation. Right, it's like the it's the pandemic version of it, right? It's yeah. the it's the well, coming it's, back from a pandemic version, exactly. And and you know, in a year, I think we'll be talking about you know when you know Mickey's not so scary Halloween party starting on July eighteenth yeah. or something like that. So <laughs> not July, not July. <laughs> oh, what, really weird. Wouldn't you be mad if uh, next year we're actually having this conversation? <laughs> I mean, August is is usually in the cards, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this was a weird show. It was. Uh, it, we we went a lot of weird directions, but yeah, this is yeah. a weird show, and I think it's time to end it because we're getting yeah. tired and punchy. Although we kind of been that way the whole show today, it's been a weird one. It's uh, so I hope you'd yeah. enjoy that. I hope you enjoyed this weird show. Yeah, and, and I, I would say you know don't expect this as a, a routine thing on the show, but I don't think it's fair to say that because we don't even know how the next show is going to go. I, I so. might even title this episode Damon's Rant uh, as one of the, yeah. the, the the three things I put in the title. One of them might be in there. I, I don't know because I think that'll attract <laughs> some attention, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, we'll you know, I, we'll I I feel it was good that Damon got some stuff off his chest. It, yeah, you maybe, know. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, we we I need mean, to it's do only going to make the Damon haters hate him more and the 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 Damon army like him more. So that's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
All right, let's wrap it up. Let's let's get out of here. All right. Uh, so, um, as usual, if you guys want to send us an email, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, just like, uh, was it Amy who, um, you added right at the beginning of the episode? It was, it yeah. was Amy, yes. She so, caught me at a perfect time. She, yeah. she so, literally, I was, you know, going to get into the podcast and like, oh, lo and behold, there's Amy's email. Let's answer that. Yeah. So if you guys, you know, want to send us an email, you never know. We, we may include you in the show just because you happen to send us an email. So make sure you guys, yeah. uh, reach out to us if you, you feel you've got, you know, you want to ask us a question or share your own experience with us. It's always appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And as usual, if you guys want to follow us on Facebook, you can follow us as Welcome Home Podcast. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, Instagram. YouTube is called Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, and I'll also mention the Facebook group again is uh, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Make sure you guys join it if you haven't um, gotten in there yet. It like Like we've said many times, the the community in there is really good. It's it's a nice um, it's a nice positive place to talk about Disney. We we don't like the drama and the uh, um, the stuff that happens in other groups. You you know those other groups. You know the ones I'm talking about where you know it, it gets silly, right? Not yeah, yeah. and not and not like the not like the good like Monty Python silly. It gets silly like I want to leave the room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, it gets to be a mess. There's exactly there's messes yeah. in other groups, and our group is is fun and yeah. Has a good so, time. so 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 yeah. Make sure you, make sure you join the Welcome Home Disney waitlist and uh, come hang out with us for a while. And and that's actually the best way to get to us too. Like the best. Like if you want us to see something, write it on there because yeah. it will. We see that more often than we see email or anything else. So yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we we do tend to interact with a lot of the people in the in the Absolutely. Facebook group. Yeah. And last but not least, if uh, you would like uh, a t-shirt, mug, or um, we we have face masks as well. If you you feel the need to to get some face masks, you can get those on store.welcomehomepodcast.com. And uh, if you have listened to us on iTunes or actually any other service that allows you to leave reviews, uh, make sure you guys do leave us a review. Um, as yeah. as we said, we we do read those. We we appreciate them. We appreciate the feedback. You know, don't just give us a one star and leave a random word like that doesn't do anything. So <laughs> I, I don't know if everybody knows this or not. I'm just going to help everybody out here. So five star is is actually the lowest rating. So it, it, it that's the lowest uh, rating. So, so yeah, yeah, that's that's how it goes. So if you give us five stars and you really if you really hate us, just give us five stars. And that means you hate us. And we, we will take it that way. Unless you <laughs> like us and then give us five stars. So oh, right. That That's how this works. No, 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 no! If you, you're ruining you, my logic here. <laughs> no, no, if you, but it, yeah, no, it's no. You're right. If, if you don't like us, then five is the lowest. But if you do like us, do then like five us, is yeah. the highest. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. so that's so, yeah. that's what we're saying is you know you know depending on whether you like us or don't like us, make sure you leave us the appreciate five star rating. <sighs> all right don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music tune in stitcher spotify any place you can find podcasts you can find us just search for welcome home look for the one that says disney and dvc reminder to our listeners as always welcome home podcast is for entertainment only whether you find this entertaining or not we are for only only for entertainment we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult a disney cast member or, or dvc representative for more 
more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to dvc rental store for sponsoring this episode and, and continuing to support the show please check them out if you want to rent out your points or if you want to rent somebody else's dvc points uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. He